Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Dean, CNN congressional correspondent and for David Chalian. And this is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, September 6th. Lights, camera, court. Today, the first hearing in Georgia's election subversion case against Donald Trump and his 18 co-defendants taking place where key questions could be answered. All right, let's go on the record with 23 SC 188. Nine four seven. Today's hearing in Fulton County, Georgia, is the first in the case against 19 defendants, including former President Donald Trump, who have all pleaded not guilty. Unlike in other court hearings on federal and New York state charges against Trump, today's hearing was televised so we could watch it play out in real time. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee is overseeing the case, and today's focus was on when a trial could potentially start how long it could take, and whether some defendants can break up this case into smaller cases. The judge shared when he hopes to make a final decision on those issues. The plan would be to try to resolve as many of these issues as we can this week and to begin entering scheduling orders for the remaining defendants by either the end of this week or the early next week. More hearings have been scheduled for later this week and next on these issues. Most of today's hearing specifically focused on lawyers for pro-Trump attorney Ken Chesborough and Trump's former campaign attorney, Sidney Powell. Chesborough's alleged crimes are tied to being the architect of the Trump campaign's fake 2020 electors plot. Powell's case is mostly about the Trump campaign breach of Georgia voting machines in Coffee County on January 7, 2021. They tried to separate their cases from the other 17 co-defendants in hope of each of them getting their own trials after they both invoked their rights to a speedy trial. They also wanted their cases to be separate from each other, but the judge denied that request. So based on what's been presented today, I'm not finding the severance from Mr. Chesbrough or Powell is necessary to achieve a fair determination of the guilt or innocence for either defendant in this case. He also said that two lengthy trials would clog up the court calendar and, quote, inconvenience jurors. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis wants to try all 19 defendants together as soon as October 23rd. The judge decided that Powell and Chesborough will go to trial then, but hasn't decided yet about the other 17 defendants. Trump and others requested it take place after the 2024 election. Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade gave Judge McAfee the state's estimate on how long the trial would take to try all 19 defendants together, including how many witnesses they'd call. We will contend that a a trial of these 19 uh, co-defendants will take four months, and that does not include jury selection. In terms of the number of witnesses, there are in excess of 150 witnesses that the state intends to call. Many legal experts find the prosecutor's wishes unrealistic. The judge signaled he was highly skeptical of this proposed time frame, too. McAfee said he thought it could, quote, easily be twice that, meaning eight months, given the multiple defendants in the case. So let's dive a little deeper into what lawyers for Chesborough and Powell were arguing. Scott Grubman, Chesborough's lawyer, had argued that the trial should be separate because of how long they would take together. Even with just Mr. Chesborough and Ms. Powell, you, you're going to have two cases in one. You're going to have weeks, if not months, of testimony just related to the Coffee County allegations. Powell's lawyer, Brian Rafferty, made a similar argument, saying if Powell's case could have been severed, he thought the trial would only be a few days. 
my presentation, my cross-examination, my case is going to depend on my ability to present to a jury that she had nothing to do with what the government says she was involved in in Coffee County. So, you know, she's going to be prejudiced by all this other testimony about things that she had nothing to do with. CNN's Laura Coates has more on what the judge considered for his decisions to deny the severance request today. The judge looked at really three factors here. The first factor was whether there was thing called antagonistic defenses, meaning are you two going to sit there at trial and just point at one another and say, it wasn't me, it was her, it wasn't her, it was me, or vice versa. Second thing was how much are these siloed? How much are the charges against both people going to be so distinct that a jury was not going to be confused that are you talking about Chessboro right now or are you talking about Sidney Powell? On those two points, the judge said you've conceded there's not a lot of confusion here or an issue about antagonist defenses. It was the final thing about efficiency. How many times do you have to have a jury impaneled, witnesses testify to hear all of this evidence? And that was the only valid argument he wanted. He actually heard that day. And for that, he said, it's not enough for me. It's not enough to actually have severed trials and you're gonna have to be tried together. Another legal layer to this case that could impact the trajectory of the case is a judge's ruling on Mark Meadows' bid to move his case from state to federal court. And in a court filing today, he's asking a Georgia judge to pause his case in the state until after a final decision is made in federal court. Meadows was Trump's former White House chief of staff who pleaded not guilty to charges against him in the Georgia case. Last week, he rolled the dice and testified about his job, the White House, and the chaotic post-2020 election period when Trump tried to remain in power. He argued his role as Trump's right-hand man at the White House at the time and the attempts to block Trump's 2020 election loss were part of his official government duties. If the judge agrees, the trial could move to federal court instead of state court, which is a friendlier venue for Meadows. Trump is widely expected to attempt the same maneuver in court, so this ruling could impact how successful he could be should he try to move ahead with that plan. And as this Georgia case plays out, remember that a similar case into Trump and his allies' efforts to overturn the 2020 election is ongoing at the federal level. Special counsel Jack Smith charged Donald Trump with four counts related to that case about a month ago and also noted six co-conspirators in the indictment, one of whom CNN has identified as Sidney Powell. CNN has now learned that Smith is still actually investigating Trump and his allies' efforts to overturn the 2020 election even after the indictment. And multiple sources are telling CNN in two recent interviews, Smith's team focused on the role of Sidney Powell. According to invoices obtained by CNN, Powell's nonprofit, Defending the Republic, hired forensic firms that accessed voting equipment in four swing states won by Biden, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Arizona. It's not clear how a focus on the state-level voting breaches fits into Smith's overall investigation. But the other thing prosecutors are looking into is how Powell's nonprofit got the funds to bankroll the efforts to find voter fraud. In all, Trump faces 91 criminal charges across four separate cases, including the two that we talked about today related to the 2020 election. Would he take the stand in any of them? Here's what he told Hugh Hewitt on his radio show today. Oh, yes, absolutely. You'll take the stand. That I I look forward to. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.